I was up early, as I always was, walking along the worn dirt path that led to Liam's house. His woman had given birth to twins, but her tiny breast could not even handle one. How such a sickly-looking woman even survived childbirth was beyond me. And as I pondered Liam and his flat-chested woman, I heard a sound from the edge of the forest. A twig broke, and the early autumn leaves rustled in the winds. But when I turned towards the sound, I saw nothing there but the long shadows of the spindly trees, hidden in the thick morning mists that rolled in off of the seas. The animals wake with me, I thought as I walked. But then I heard a cough. It was quiet, and the owner of the noise did his best to mask the sound, but the deep rumble met my ears and I froze in place. The sound hadn't come from the village to my right, but from the tree line to my left. And when I turned my head, I saw them. A dozen sets of eyes, half hidden behind helms of iron and leather. And every single one of them were staring at me. I stared back, just long enough to see one of the men in the bushes pull something off his back as he rose to a crouch. The mist seemed to hug the man's body as he knocked an arrow and pulled the bowstring back to his cheek. I didn't see him release the arrow. I was running as fast as my legs would carry me, with my milk-laden breasts bouncing wildly under my tunic as I screamed as loud as I could. Wake up! It's a raid! I only made it a few steps before I felt the bite of the arrow in the back of my leg. With a gasp, I fell hard, crashing into the ground with enough force to knock the breath from my body as the mists engulfed me. Darkness curled at the edges of my vision as voices shouted all around me. The heavy fog hid me from view, but hid the others as well. I could hear the shouting and the singing of sword against sword, but I couldn't see the men as they fought. I didn't know if my warning was in time, but it didn't matter now. All I knew was that I had to hide, because if I didn't, then the Vikings would claim me for their own. I crawled through the mud and grass with my head held low until I reached the far side of town. The sounds of battle were behind me and distant, with the cries of the villagers coming less often now. I cried as I pulled myself along with only my arms, My leg burned with every movement I made, but I knew if I stopped that I would be found. But the invaders didn't find me. I managed to make it out of the village proper under the cover of the morning mists. And when I crawled under the fence of Liam's pasture, I thought I was safe. Huddled in the corner of a thatched shed, I caught my breath and prayed that no one would find me here. Safe for the moment, I let my tired eyes shut just for a moment. But I must have fallen asleep for a time. The mist was burning away in the morning sun, and as the soft rays of light filtered through the doorway, I saw that I wasn't alone in the shed. Three large milk cows shared the space with me. And when I saw the beasts, my heart held fast in my chest. They will come for the animals and when they do, they will find me. I tried to stand, I tried to run, but when I put pressure down on my wounded leg, I collapsed back to the ground. There was no way I was getting anywhere, 
not with an arrow still lodged in my thigh. God's grace be upon me, I murmured as I wrapped my hand around the wooden shaft. Give me the strength to stay quiet. I held my breath and pushed. Pain exploded in my leg and I fainted again. But when I woke this time, the broad head of the arrow was peeking out of my flesh. With shaking hands, I pushed the shaft deeper through my leg before breaking the arrow in two. And with one more quick, painful yank, I slid the wooden shaft out of my leg. Blood poured from the wound, and no matter how hard I pressed my hands against the jagged hole in my thigh, the warm, red liquid wouldn't stop seeping through my fingers.